So what you gonna do, brother? We about to run wild with a style like no other. So somebody call Brodus Clay mother and tell her Richard runs on the men like Ed Lover. And Doc Dre, what Scott say, what they hang on every word like it's something that the rocks say. No JR, but they talking wrestling. We bring the noise with the boys, so we don't encastling. So masculine, who's in machismo? Mutton chop shop, Gran Turismo. No free throws, snout hoops and heels. Chumps ain't ready for the heartbreak runs and the Cuban Genetti. They drop a heavy tat team it like Teddy. Long goes strong with the heat like Eddie. So steady like when take a walk the tight ropes. Baz like Taz with the mic in a tight choke. Dirtiest player in the game with the eye poke. 1988 Macho Man on a lot of coke. These other casts are a waste. They boring. Illegitimate sons like Jason Jordan. And Richard runs never give him respect unless they going on air with a broken freaking neck. So to the Running Wild Podcast. And if you don't, you know what you are. I'm the last real man, Silas Young. And if you're any kind of man, you'll be listening to the Running Wild Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mandy Leon, and you're listening to the Running Wild Podcast. This is Sam Adonis, of Udo de Las Chicas, the CMLL, and you are listening to the Running Wild Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Running Wild Podcast. I'm your host, Rich. Alongside me, as always, my co-host, Runs. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, before we get started, I just want to remind you that we're brought to you in partnership with PWPunderings.com, ROHWorld.com, LastWordOnProWrestling.com, and we're featured on the Wrestling to the Max Network. All right, uh, so a little bit of a summer schedule. Uh, the G1, I think, has got us all messed up. Uh, we're, t- we're, we're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, just tons of uh, all-in news to talk about, G1 news to talk about, uh, I guess WWE stuff to talk about. Uh, where do you want to get started? Wherever you want. All right, so let's talk about G1 blocks. Uh, I'll go over the point breakdowns right now. So uh, as we stand, I um, believe there are three more shows, right? Uh, we have... Hmm. Was there not a show? Oh, no, so there's a show tonight. All right. Yeah. So there'll be a show tonight. Okay. Uh, right now we have block one, uh, uh, block A, sorry. Uh, you have uh, Tanahashi's in the lead uh, with 14 points. You got Jay White in second with 12 Okada's got 12, Suzuki's got 8, Evil's got 8, Elgin and Page, or, uh, Page and Fale are tied at 6, and taking up the bottom, uh, Makabe and Yoshihashi are tied at 4 points. Definitely eliminated, right, I believe. I believe uh, Tanahashi and Okada is um, the last night or, mm-hmm. you know, for A Block, so um, you've got to think that that will probably decide the winner. Um, I 
I think white fights evil. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not a guaranteed win or anything like that. But he's got a tiebreaker. He beat Okada, so... Correct. And I believe he beat Tanahashi as well. Mm-hmm. So he has the tiebreaker, but he has to beat evil. And I don't know that that happens. Hmm. So if he beats evil and then Okada beats Tana, then I think Jay White will win the block, which would be crazy. But, like, Tanahashi and Okada is going to be the main event. So, like, it's not going to be decided before the main event starts. You know what I mean? You would think, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Like, I don't I don't think the main event is going to not matter. Um, I think that that's going to be the, oh, Jay White lost, so now whoever wins this match wins a block. Hmm. So it's got, yeah, so that actually, you went, yeah, I, I didn't think about it that way, but you wouldn't go into the main event knowing already who had won because it would just right. take away from it so much. Correct. So. That's crazy booking, man. You know. Um, that's a big, that's a, that's, fan is the best. That's a big notebook right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Setting it yeah. up that way. Um, yeah, so then block B, um, Omega lost to Ishii um, in holy hell, like one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, it like in the middle of it, it, it prompted me to text you like, I I have accepted Ishii as as amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it just, you know, um, I I refused to just because like he doesn't look like you know the, the prototypical superstar guy, and I know a lot of his matches are just physicality beat the hell out of each other. So I never really like you know fully embraced it. But watching that match and like. The stories that he's been telling um, lately with that physicality and, and that sort of stuff um, with the G1 in general, I've just I've really enjoyed it. I've become um, definitely a huge fan. I don't understand um, why you have Ishii beat him, uh, but, you know, that gives him a title shot down the line and, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I guess that's fine. Um, but, man, uh, I, I wouldn't have minded seeing him be undefeated and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I thought that's where they were going to go with that. So I was kind of surprised that he did lose. Right. You know, Ishii is... I saw the match. I actually went back and watched it because after you said that, I was like, oh, I should take a look at it. I haven't been watching every single match. I just... uh, I can't watch that. I don't know. I choose not to watch that much wrestling. I don't know how to to say it. Um, Ishii is really, really good. I... I'm, I didn't get super excited for the match. I'm just not... Uh, like, it was really well done, but I I would put it up there as, like, one of the better matches of the tournament. Um, I see, feel- right. And if you didn't know... But if you didn't know that Ishii won, it's a real different match. Yeah. I mean, I also think that some of the... I think... And then, I mean, this is my own fault for looking at it, you know, for looking at ratings and stuff, you know, but... Uh, Meltzer's dropping like five, ten, fifteen stars on like every fucking match <coughs> that's been going on in this tournament, or at least a bunch of them. I mean, I don't know if this is this G one just that much better than past ones, or like am I? Not I mean, I don't something? know if it's you know that much better than past ones, but there have been a good amount of of um, like five star amazing matches. You know, um, there are. A couple of times where, like, 
I've been reading like you know because I always read like what someone has to say about the matches and see if they thought the same things I did whatever and so I'll always see like oh this was my favorite match of the tournament like on every show and it's like well that can't be the case but hey maybe it is because this match was just amazing you know so I get it and yes some people definitely get caught up in the moment um with the here and now but uh, I, I can't say that I've disagreed with a lot of, of the stuff that they've had to say. You know, White, Omega, um, Paige, uh, beating Suzuki the other day was just a cool moment. Um, so there's there's just been a lot of really good matches. I don't know if the blocks are just loaded, um, you know, or them pushing guys like Sabre and White and Omega makes us more interested um, yeah. and invested, you know, so... I don't know, but I'm I'm loving this G1. Uh, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, who wins the blocks because this is probably the first time that I've ever watched literally every match in the G1. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, like I I feel a little extra invested in, in this year. Fair, yeah. I mean, I didn't think of it that way. I I I've definitely watched more this year than I ever watched before. Uh, but I still, I still tend to watch. I'm just really bad about avoiding social media, so I, I still tend to end up seeing uh, or reading something, something before, yeah, before I go to watch it. Like, and see, so that for me, that's also the beauty of these shows being on at six in the morning. Is like when I wake up, if I just don't go to social media, then I can't possibly see the results. You know, it's eight o'clock in the morning half the world is still asleep, like, I think I'll be all right. Well, that's true. I mean, my wife, <laughs> yeah, I should just, I should just get up the next couple of days, like, with, with, with my son really early. Just wake up at six o'clock and just surprise, uh, surprise the wife. I think she'd be happy. Yeah, I've, I've been sleeping till 10. Um, so it's, it's Ooh, been, so there you go. That's it. it. The last four days of the G1, just get up at 5.30 in the morning and be up before That's him. It. He'll just wake up and he'll be like, "Dad, you're awake. Like, what's what's, right. what's happening? Oh, oh, we're watching wrestling already. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's gonna probably come down to Tana and Okada. I don't see Tanahashi winning though. Uh, no, and I mean this whole thing with Okada, you know, going on the losing streak and. It, it makes sense, and uh, I mean, would I mind seeing Okada Omega in the finals or at Wrestle Kingdom? <laughs> no. Um, so, I mean, you know, on that hand, it, it is what it is. Um, I, but I really don't know. Um, they could go some crazy route and have Okada win. They could go some crazy routes and, or I mean, uh, have White win. They could go crazy routes and you know, have Ibushi upset Omega. Or, uh, so Block B, I really think it comes down to Ibushi, Omega, and Naito. Correct? Are you looking at the block? Yeah, you have uh, the top three point getters. Omega's got 12. Uh, Ibushi's got 10 right now, and Naito's got 10. Right. So Ibushi and- faces Omega um, in the last match. Um, so, uh, and I believe... I don't know. Well, now Ibushi owns the tiebreaker over Naito because he beat him, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That could be interesting. Um, Omega and Ibushi should be a hell of a match. So, you know, it, 
as always, of course, it's going to come down to these last few shows. Um, we'll get a little bit, maybe clearer picture, depending on the next show, if anyone loses and gets eliminated. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, and there's not much more you can ask for than, um, you know, the entire tournament being decided by Okada Tanahashi or Abushi Omega, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I can't believe that we're already going to know about Wrestle Kingdom main event. I mean, I know this is annual, but I'm paying more attention now, so mm-hmm. you can crap on me if you want, uh, but it, it's crazy. Like, it's a, it's a long time. I mean, it's it's August. It's a very long time, and um, it, it, I don't know. That's, you know, they go their separate ways for a little bit, but it's still there. The champion's defending his stuff. The G1 winner is defending his thing, so... You know, there's always that doubt in your mind that, oh, maybe Omega loses. Maybe, you know, let's say Okada wins G1. Oh, maybe Okada loses his opportunity. You you never know. So, you know, there there are so many ways that they could go in in those next uh, however many months, four or five months, um, you know. It's it's been cool tracking it, though. I mean... I've I think like you know maybe maybe it'll be next year maybe next year's my year to be like super into it. Uh, Time difference is always going to be an issue, Uh, and you know time difference is an issue. But it's the summer, and I mean you know I know there are other issues, but um, it's the summer, and you know waking up throwing on the four block matches, the five block matches, you know it's it's a lot easier than uh, I think you think. Yeah. Yeah, I think also, uh, I mean, I understand they're doing full shows, uh, but the, but how long are the shows? They're like two, two something, because they, have the, because they have a lot of undercard stuff going on too. Right, and I mean, the shows actually are pretty quick. Like, the undercard matches don't really last long, and then the G1 matches have a 30-minute time limit, I believe, so none of them are, you know, like crazy yeah, I, I can't long watch hour long like matches. I just can't. Um, yeah, which is just it's not there anymore. Yeah. Okay. I can barely watch a Netflix show without like pausing it five times. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, you know what? Be before we move into other stuff, uh, let's let's just t- uh, touch base on Raw last from last night. Uh, I haven't really been watching. I mean, I put it on last night. It's like been the the summer of 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 almost no. Not no WWE because I'm obviously paying enough attention where, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna watch SummerSlam and I watched uh, what was it, Extreme Rules, uh, so I don't skip any of the the pay-per-views. But the the weekly shows I I have it on DVR and I kind of take a look to see if there's anything that's interesting and I put it on. But uh, I happen to just I don't know why uh, have an extra moment and I put it on last night. Uh, man, Paul Heyman's promo. On Monday Night Raw last night, uh, you know, kind of backstage interview, uh, but not even backstage, like in a secluded like office room with uh, yeah, those little sit downs. Renee Young, I mean, so good. Uh, he's, I mean, you, you would, you know, as we were talking about it before we started the show, but it's like his 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 girl, his his best girl dumped him. You know, this dude is is so heartbroken. That it, and it, I really believed it. I mean, like, I, from that promo, Correct. like he could. Well, and and it's not even just that promo. It's think about the years that you know they've been. They've literally been together 
for Brock's entire WWE career, right? And they, they've been friends out of it. They, he's always been his advocate and his promoter and all that stuff. So, like, now to see this happen to him where, you know, he was untouchable, him and Brock, like, that was his, like you said, his best girl, you know? That was his world. And now it's all come crashing down. It's all tearing apart. And, you know, Paul Heyman has always been a genius. But, you know, that promo last night was just like, oh, in case anyone, you know, thinks that I've lost this step, here we go, because this is just uh, pure brilliance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think he could end up, like, I don't think he's going to interfere. I mean, does he, like, bock, bro, or, like, does he, he still wasn't, right. like, See, backing. Now, that's what Roman. I was, like, now, that's what I was wondering if, like, you know, he gets involved and kind of costs Brock. But you can't do that. Like, can like, you? You, you, can't, you can't taint Roman's win if this is going to be Roman's win. If Braun cashes in or whatever, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Fine. Like, what if he's, but like. You can't, you can't taint this with, like, outside interference. Like, what if that's what it is? Like, he's got, like, you know, he now, he, now he's backing Braun. But I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see him jump from Brock to Braun. One, I don't think Braun needs him. And and two, it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh, here's my monster. Uh, it, it's it's the same presentation. So I, w- I would much rather see him with someone like Dean Ambrose, um, where, you know, yeah, Ambrose can talk, but he might need a little something right now, and he might need something mm-hmm. to get people... Um, booing him or, or whatever the case when he comes back. So I would rather see a, a change of pace like that where, you know, he go like like when he was with Punk, um, you know, something like that uh, where it, it would just, it would feel different than, than, you know, these last two years with Brock. I just can't, ima- I can't imagine, but so, and last night, I know you didn't watch the whole show. Something they did was they, they had like a, a video recap of the feud between Brock and, and Roman. You know, yeah. and before it started they're like the feud or the rivalry that has captivated us for three years. And I'm like yeah, Um, that's because you motherfuckers have pushed this on us <laughs> and not given us an option. You didn't give us an option. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like and it's it's New York City. Like you really think that this is they're just gonna they're gonna have him win in New York? I mean, I don't, I don't see a way around Braun not cashing in, so I'm not exactly like concerned uh, about the outcome okay. of this match. You know, I didn't think of it that way. So, like, so you think that Braun will cash in? It just won't be with Heyman, right? I, I think he could and should cash in. I just don't think he needs um, any bit of Heyman to do it. I mean, you figure it's got to happen because they're doing this ridiculous stuff where he's, like, kind of feuding with with Jinder and, like, Kevin Owens right now. Right, and, you know, obviously a uh, prototypical uh, time filler. Yeah, I mean, he he puts – they were having, like, a Kevin Owens show, and he pushed – and he, there was, like, a little stage yeah, set up, and he, like, that. pushed them off, which I thought was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, but that's and that's what I'm saying. Braun doesn't need Heyman, you know. Braun is Braun. Like just just let him be funny, let him be 
the the big goof he is um and everything else will will fall into place as it has um much much like i predicted um a few years ago on this very podcast but uh you know that's beside the point uh, so you know i i can't wait for some slam i can't wait to see braun win the title and uh yeah i mean how great would it be if roman finally beats brock and then braun is there to cash it i just hope it's not like i hope it's not like the rollins one where he inserts himself into the match see again i i couldn't care less because like if he inserts himself into the match then roman has an excuse right if if he cashes in against roman then roman has an excuse like i don't I don't mind um, them setting up Braun and Roman or anything uh, like that, you know? Roman should just go to New Japan, hang out with Gorilla's Destiny for a while, get himself yeah, some nice fun. cred on the internet, and then and then come back. Yeah. Uh, people would probably just stop watching New Japan if that was the case. He comes out of Wrestle Kingdom at the end, and uh, he brings yeah. the briefcase with him, and they're like, beats, that doesn't work he here. Omega. Yeah, no, it'd be fantastic. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and we'll we'll actually, I think it'll be taping very shortly again uh, for SummerSlam. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more when we preview that as well. Uh, now, uh, the Evolve had some uh, pretty big uh, changes, or at least one big change this weekend. Where, uh, <laughs> See, so that's what I was going to say. What? <laughs> so they didn't have a couple changes. They yeah. had one very big change um, that I then paid nine ninety nine for the next day just to watch Jesus that and Christ. see if anything happened on Sunday. Um, nine ninety nine. That's nothing. Uh, I'll happily pay nine ninety nine for yeah. No nine ninety nine. That's fine. Um, if you wanted to watch, I, I really like Shane Strickland. Um, so I was ha- I wasn't you know upset to see him. Um, beat Riddle. I think that's a smart move for Evolve, just in terms of popularity-wise. Um, but it was a hell of a match. It, it was really well done. They told a good story, similar, um, you know, to what we've been talking about a little bit. They had like a whole thing, you know, about like this rivalry has been building and and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, Riddle losing, not the biggest shock. Um, however, it just makes me absolutely thrilled because clearly um much 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 sooner than later um matt riddle will be on nxt or new japan or wherever uh the hell he's going yeah i mean it's got to be you would think you you would think he's going to wwe i mean you would think so but (laughs) i mean I, i just don't know i mean and, you know, he, um, I'm not sure if you saw, he did an interview with something um, over the weekend uh, where he, or maybe like a, towards the end of last week where he basically said like, you know, I'm, I've kind of outgrown the Indies. Um, I need to move on. Uh, he said that he spoke with NXT. He spoke with the president of New Japan. Um, and the way that it sounded was either A, he's going to quit smoking or B, he's agreed to some sort of deal with them where like, okay, I'll pay these fines, just leave me alone, uh, sort of a thing. Because the way that it sounded was like, that's not an issue. 
Um, it was an issue in the past, and now it's not. So whatever the case is, uh, hopefully, ideally, they've, they've worked that out uh, enough where Matt Riddle will be perfectly fine wherever he goes. All right, well, that's good. I mean, I, I, I know that... <sighs> You know, it's kind of easy for that to be the focus a little bit of what's been going on um, overall uh, with him in, in terms of like the issues that he would have. I, I think he'll be really good uh, in NXT. I like—I think I'd like him better there, but I think he'd do really well in New Japan as well. I mean, I don't think that would be a bad choice. See, and it kind of sucks that um, this this timing is the same. Maybe I don't know. Maybe his evolved contract is running out or whatever. But um, it's unfortunate for him, I think, that, you know, these two offers seemingly came at the same time um, because him in New Japan for a year. Oh, my God. Um, that would do wonders for his career, I think. And, you know, it, that's why, like, yeah, NXT is the move. But if he showed up in New Japan, I would go just as crazy because I know what that would mean, hopefully, um, for for his career, you know, learning another style, mm-hmm. getting even better, uh, the matches he could have there with some of those guys, it, it would just be awesome. So, you know, uh, either way, it's a win win for wrestling fans. It's a win win for Riddle, um, and, and I can't, I just can't wait to see, uh, you know, where we go. I mean, you know, selfishly, I think I'd like him to be in New Japan for a year because then that so might mean that watch him. he can be in. Uh, he might go to Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, crossover, maybe like Global Wars type stuff. Because yeah, all those, all those New Japan guys are on Ring of Honor shows. I mean, uh, you know, Kushida, and uh, there, yeah. there are a number of guys who go over there often. Riddle would be huge, and imagine him being what, at what, uh, what uh, what Gaijins are there? Thank you. Well, I mean, other I mean, White was on Excursion, but yeah, I guess you're right about that. No Saber, no like barely any Osprey, never Omega. Yeah, I mean, unless it was that... Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's... All right. Way to get my hopes down. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, but I'm I'm hyped for him. Uh, it should be cool. It, it's crazy how different Evolve looks uh, from when, what, just two summers ago? Probably, yeah. At this point? I mean, it, it was in, insane. Two summers ago, you know, you had... All these guys. Cruiserweight Classic, Gargano, Drew, Marty, Sabre. So it's definitely a different look for them. Uh, I think Strickland's a good person for them to have picked to kind of go forward with uh, and and, and build around him. Same with Janela. Yeah. I I think that uh, Darby's becoming – well, I think he's been, but he just feels more complete. Yeah. He does, and it's cool to see that, like, oh, he's a, he's like an established evolved guy now. Yeah, but that's that's all he is. Like, I don't I don't know that I ever see Darby as that superstar, your your world champion. I would love it; it would be a great moment. Oh yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't know if like, oh, Darby Allen, the evolved champion. I don't know if that if that's put in. Uh, my butt, at least, in, in the seats. I love Darby. I love going to those shows, watching him get thrown off the stage and all that kind of stuff. I love that guy. Yeah. But I don't know that he's the world champion. Fair. I mean, I think that's that's a that's a good point. Like, 
that that's the issue, right? Like he can he can win it, but then how long can he hold it for realistically? Right. Like he right. could have a couple because of battles. Because he's just the underdog. Like that's that's his whole thing is like he gets his ass beat, he keeps coming, he doesn't know like when to say when, you know. Man, I mean just uh, one of my favorite moments was Cage just press slamming him from the ring to the to that stage in Laboom. It's just kinda crazy. Cage, Ethan Page did it to him. Like he's oh man. Good stuff. I you know it's it's crazy. I think I think today if I'm not right um, if I'm I think I'm right, uh there's a progress show going on at Laboom today. On a Tuesday afternoon. Really? Yeah. I don't know how we missed this. Yeah, because like I'm ready to walk over there right now. It's sold out, but I mean, I'm sure you you might be able to buy tickets. Uh, Is it sold out, or like you really think they're going to tell me no if I walk up to the door? <laughs> I can't. Uh, want my twenty dollars? No, sorry. No, sorry. They, they said it's sold out. Uh, it's definitely today. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's at La Boom today. You should walk over. You you might be able to convince done. somebody online uh, to uh, get offline. And I'm looking for the time. Maybe. The first the poster I'm seeing does not have the uh, the time. Oddly it enough, was. it's uh let's see. They're on the radio this morning. As as we're recording, they're apparently on Busted Open Radio. Uh, Jim Smallman and Glenn Joseph. Uh, apparently, Mark Henry's on the show with them. Which is interesting. Sweet. Uh, it's well, th- progress is uh, it's pretty much basically WWE at this point. Yeah. No, yeah. So they're sold out. I mean, figure. Feel like you could get get down there. <laughs> I, I I like. I just want to do this just for the point of it. Like, I'm pretty sure if I showed up, they would just okay. Yeah, one more person. You can come stand on the side and have a beer. You know what I mean? If you get there early enough, you might just be able to like help them carry one thing in and they'll let you in for free. Yeah, I'll just walk in like I'm part of the roster. Like just, uh, just... shave though, that's it's kinda of tough. Oh no. I don't have a big beard, so that's like it's a we could, rough. I think we'd definitely get in if I just came down like I'll just wear a three piece suit. If we just Right. If we just walked in together like carrying backpacks, we'd be like, Oh yeah, we're we're the progress tag team champions. Like someone, oh, someone, <laughs> someone says something to you, and like before you respond, I'm like, uh, "Excuse me, please direct all questions to me. Uh, my client's not taking uh, any any questions." Please see right my now. manager, mate. <laughs> there you go. And, or they'll be like, "Oh, wait a minute, it's what's his name? Uh, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name now. The guy, uh, your twin. Uh, There's a lot of people. Action Bronson. Yes, Action Bronson. That, that's that's who it was. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's see. So, do you want to move into uh, CMLL news? Nope. I just will say. Well, we did. We did watch a a CMLL yeah. show um, the other day. I, I. Yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> it happened. Um. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what else to say. Well, hold on. I mean, did you watch the whole show? I mean, watch is okay. Um, did you watch the main event? 
So what I'm trying to say is watch is a uh, what, what's what's that word I'm looking for? Like watch is a um, strong term. <laughs> All right. So it was on because the main event it was on. Well, so here's the problem. It, it took place during um, the new Call of Duty game. Like it's a test right now. It's yeah, the beta. I saw that. So it's only out for two days. So, I mean, you know, I was pretty heavy into uh, that. So that was a little rough. All right. The main event, I mean, though, was Roosh and the Briscoes versus Penta, Phoenix, and L.A. Park. Yes. Uh, I, I caught some of it. That was wild. Like, that, it was just, you know, the Briscoes were perfect because they were just brawling around. Uh, it seemed well, like they belonged the, like, there. The, yeah. But <laughs> that's. That's what I was just going to say. The Briscoes, like, if there's ever anyone who was, like, made for Mexico, it's those guys. Oh, man. And, I mean, Mark is – they're the best. I mean, Mark just, like, there was – they had a show, like, the next night or something. But they did a couple promos. Like, they did backstage stuff, which is kind of cool because, like, basically one of the reporters asked – if Taven, uh, like, asked Taven about facing off against Roosh because they had some issues after Taven's match. And he's like, yeah, man, like, bring him to Ring of Honor. Like, we'd love to, you know. Like, that's the dude that, That's the dude who I don't understand why Ring of Honor hasn't brought in forever. Because he's part of, you know, the original Los Ingobernables. Like, you could just have him go during a Global War show and have him team up with Naito and, and, and Evil. I mean, I, I don't know why yeah. we haven't done that yet. And then they all, the Briscoes were asked, like, they were like, Mark's like, I'll, we'll defend his titles against these Lucha Brothers. Like, uh, anywhere. We'll, we'll put the ROH titles on the line. Uh, I, just, I mean, imagine seeing the Briscoes versus the Lucha Brothers uh, at, at G1 Supercard or something crazy like that. Um, right. The, and, I, you know, if ROH, uh, especially with these guys working for CMLL now, I don't, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't or can't bring in Penta and, and Phoenix. You know, they don't have to bring them in every week, but every now and then, like you said, for a super match against the Bucks, for a super match against the Briscoes, um, you oh know, God. That, that's a that's a seller. Uh, that, that draws in the people, that draws in everything. You know, um, the Lucha Brothers against the Young Bucks and PWG has always been phenomenal. Um, so... You know, I wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, on a little bit of a bigger stage in Ring of Honor or, or at the Garden, you know, something like that. So, yeah, um, they're they're definitely going to have uh, their hands full building that card for next year because, you know, I'm sure they're going to want to put on their, like, biggest show ever. You know, do you think that we – so tomorrow uh, tickets go on sale. Do you think it sells out tomorrow? It'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, no matches announced. In the garden? Uh, last time I checked, I thought for wrestling, uh, I might be wrong. I thought it was like, I used to think it was like 19,000. That's what I was going to say, 18. I don't know if, you know, with the new seats and all that kind of stuff. Um, so 15 to 18. Um, so a little bit more than, than all in. Well. Because all in is such a big deal right now, um, so maybe it's a little less like fanfare. Um, but I don't know; it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, the one thing I don't think they've released like the they released like that the tickets go from I believe something like three hundred to, to three hundred to thirty. You know, um, 
So, I mean, there there are definitely different price ranges for different economic circumstances. I think uh, we might try to go crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm short, so that that's prohibitive. Um, I don't like sitting on the floor in row 12 because <laughs> I can't see anything. Uh, as we learned from NXT yeah. a couple of years ago, um, it's kind of better off to be yeah, on, the ro- on the risers. Um, but, you know, I, I think they could. It, it's interesting, though. I mean, even if you watch the videos, like, you know, we don't know... I, I think that part of the issue is that they don't have uh, Cody and the Bucks. I, th- I think like contract situations, basically, like they didn't. They they weren't part of like the advertisement for the the original like press release, right? Because technically, like they could leave. Uh, did you see Being right. the Elite uh, this last week? Mm-mm. I didn't watch it yet from yesterday. There was one point. So uh, the the Bucks went. Uh, they I don't even know. I don't think they wrestled. I was going to try to go to one of these shows. They were at these stadium shows for this uh, NEW, uh-huh. uh, Wrestling Under yeah, the Stars. Yeah. And one of them was in Connecticut. Uh, and one of them, they're like minor league ball stadiums. And one of them was in yeah. Fishkill, New York. And then apparently they were in Orlando. So like one of the last scenes, they're standing in front of Full Sail. Nice. It says Full Sail behind them. I don't know if it's the actual, like, whatever. But they're standing well, in front of a thing that says Full Sail. And, like, we just want to thank everybody, you know, everyone, like, in New York. Uh, we want to thank anyone, everyone in Connecticut. And we want to thank <laughs> everyone in Orlando. And Nick's like, yeah, uh-huh. especially Orlando. You know, like, just that's definitely. And, they're, you know, they're just standing in front of the Full Sail thing. And it's just kind of uh, kind of hilarious stuff that they're doing. I also really love uh, that they they're doing this whole new thing where Matt's basically calling Nick the Luigi of uh, of their yes. brothers, and uh, they're like, "Hey, look, look!" Uh, well, like one fan was like, uh, "I've got a I got a new tattoo of Nick Jackson," and they were yeah. showing it off, and it was a tattoo of Luigi, <laughs> and it was like legit new. Like, dude still had the yeah. plastic on it, like he had just gotten it, and he was like, you know, making sure it healed right. Well, I mean. I, can can Nick be that upset? They used to have those those old uh, like Mario Party style shirts, and I'm pretty sure one of them was Mario, one of them was Luigi. So, uh, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, he he's got to be the Luigi. I know Kevin Owens was uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. I mean, Bowser. It's 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 like you're the you're the Mario Genetti, and I'm, I'm the Shawn Michaels. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you locked your keys inside the car at WrestleMania 29. <sighs> One of the worst moments of my life was realizing that the car was running with the keys in it. Oh, because you yeah, just yelled all out. I said was, hey, Janetti, <coughs> you thought you were getting super kicked. Hey, listen, man, I watch wrestling. Yeah, okay. I mean, still the greatest part. I mean, obviously, the. you know, I, I keep, I, I watch it over and over again um, in sadness. But my, my favorite part is that when Heenan says, oh, look, he was trying to run away through the glass. <laughs> uh, all right. Did you catch uh, Ring of Honor TV this week? Yeah. <laughs> all right. It was really good. Um, this... The Briscoes wrestled. Did you see the six man? Uh, so the main event was Lij versus uh, SCU versus the Hung Bucks, which was pretty good. SCU. Yeah, that SCU stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Everything that's on being the elite is like uh, just gold. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested in everything. Uh, the SEU stuff is is international. I, I've been uh, 
joining a, a, spot, a podcast with some uh, some guys from Spain, and uh, they they love SCU, man. Like that 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 group is super over in Spain, apparently. I mean, those guys, yeah, they're just good. Like, they're just funny there, so it makes sense. All right, uh, are we missing anything? Do you want to hit up on anything else? Because I, I know that just just so you guys know, we're we'll be releasing this as soon as possible, and then we'll have a uh, SummerSlam. Am I, am I am I ahead a week? SummerSlam's not this not next weekend. This weekend, it's the weekend after, right? Yeah. So what am it's I talking? About? Eleven days away. All right. So we'll be we'll actually be recording again. I suppose Sunday, right after the G one is over. Am I right about that? Sure. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about the G one finals. So actually, we're not doing a SummerSlam preview. I don't know what the heck is wrong with me. Uh, and then next well, week we'll we'll see. We'll also be talking uh, a little bit about the that episode. We'll be talking about the International Cup that Ring of Honor is going to run. Um, they're not going to. The, it's not going. It's going to start on Fight, but they're not going to have it on Honor Club at first, like like streaming live, which is a little bit weird. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, Fight's been getting a lot of stuff, man. They're, they're going to have the Game Changer Wrestling. They're they're going to have the Ring of Honor. Uh, reunited tour. They're gonna do all in. Uh, I mean, all in's which will be on, also be on Honor Club. Thank you yes. very, very much. And it's gonna be on TV the first hour, man. WGN, like that's yeah, crazy. WGN, Chicago. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is just. I mean, kudos to Cody and the Bucks. Um, it, you know, every step of the way, but it just continues to grow bigger and bigger. You know, um, national cable. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Chicago station, but I'm pretty sure we get it. I yeah, we used to. I know that for sure. Um, but yeah, so it'll be on WGN. Then, like we said, fight Honor Club. Uh, you know, good for these guys because <laughs> I'm sure they're getting a cut of this, no matter what it is. Maybe they're making money, maybe they're not. But um, you know, they're they're making smart business decisions for this all in show. Um, I'm glad everyone is going to be able to watch it that wants to watch it because um, <laughs> I think that's only right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can't wait. It's it's kind of crazy that it's so close, you know. And kudos to uh, – I, I got to say, we talked about this a little bit before. I mean, Cody Rhodes just seems like – I mean, I, I, like, look, I've met him. Seemed like a very nice guy. Obviously, during interviews, it's a different experience. You know, like you're just kind of running that real quick. But he was uh, always, I mean, he treated me the same as I saw him treat, like, ESPN and Sports Illustrated, you know, uh, which was, like, super nice of him. Or maybe he just didn't know, didn't know better. But, no, he, he's a, <laughs> he was very nice. And he's then, a professional. Yeah. Uh, and he really is. I mean, he comes out like, you know, he's he's in a suit and tie. He, and comes, after, he comes across that way uh, very much so. But then um, you've seen the stuff on Twitter where, like, uh, people can't make the show. You know, one guy's got like cancer, and another guy can't afford it. And he's like, "Just DM me, like some information. We're gonna try to get you there." Uh, and that's, um, you know, those are notifications that he doesn't have to address. You right, know, not not even close. And you know, and that's we were talking about it a little bit before. Um, but like, that's why I buy the Young Bucks Funko Pops. That's why I don't have a problem buying their shirts or paying for this or paying for that because. Like, these guys do things the right way and from everything you've ever heard are just awesome people. Um, so, you know, you, you want to support those guys. You want to make sure that um, they're, they're – yeah, I, I know 
my ten dollars isn't going to make a huge difference. But you know, it just makes me feel like I'm I'm giving something back to these guys who have given us you know uh, so many good memories and just do do such good things uh, for the wrestling community or just people in general. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm such a cheap. I'm, I'm notoriously. Well, I mean, you didn't need to throw yourself under the bus. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'll, I'm I'll just do saying. It. I'm you cheap, know, man. I'm it's, cheap. It's not a. It's not a bad thing to to support these guys. Look, I saw somebody. Like, I want the Young Bucks book, the, the you know the book they released, uh, the kids book. I want it. Uh, I want it to be hardcover. So you know, like I was like, hey, uh, I want to get it right away, but. They don't have the hardcover version yet, so I'm going to wait. You know, and then I feel terrible yeah. when I see people ordering the softcover version and they don't even have kids. They're just like ordering it to support them, and I'm like, oh man, I should have done that. You know, like I, I, uh, I, I really enjoy uh, what those guys do and uh, just kind of the the general humility of everything. I don't think it's part of the act. Um, yeah, I, I, no, I, it's all sincere. You know, that's that's the kind of cool yeah. thing about it. It, and and it makes me feel it's one of, it's that it's those times that I'm like, all right, stop being a cheap bastard, you know. Like I'm just so. Uh... And it is tough because you know things aren't cheap, and and people have expenses, people have lives, people have families, um. So it's it's not always easy, uh. You know, but for a friend, I don't think it's such a bad thing, uh, to buy a shirt, to buy something. Um, you know, and, and just and not just the young bucks, but you know, su- support your your favorite wrestlers, support your favorite artists, support your favorite whatever. Uh, you know, these guys are doing it for the love of the game. Uh, you know, so it's it's you know, what more could we ask for? I mean, I did have the problem when I went when I when we were getting ready to go down to Baltimore for best in the world uh, that I uh, I <laughs> I realized that half my draw is like Ring of Honor. T-shirts. Hey, I have my wrestling shirts are like Ring of Honor t-shirts, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, it would be, but probably be kind of weird if I just walked in uh, wearing one of these shirts. <laughs> so I had to like uh, uh, dig through that. that. You know, I just can't. I just I, I, as as I wear as I'm wearing a black t-shirt, uh, I just can't. Uh, I can't buy any more black t-shirts. It's just uh, I got too many. It's rough. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, that's everything for this week. Unless uh, we left anything out. Nah, man. That's it. All right. Support your favorite wrestlers. Yeah, no. Support wrestling. Watch wrestling. It's summer. Enjoy it while it lasts. I I, I know not everybody is on a teacher schedule. Let's not bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, yeah. It's still August 7th, so I should kind of shut my mouth about that. Uh, but uh, de- definitely uh, just keep, keep on watching. Uh, send us any any feedback over at Running Wild LWOS on Twitter. You can email us at runningwildpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate the feedback. And uh, if you guys want to send any trivia or anything like that, if you're going to shows uh, you know, anywhere, uh, send, send us uh, your, your review, your thoughts on that show. We'd love to share it on air. You can follow me at Rich underscore L-A-C-O-N-I on Twitter. And you can check out uh, the Ring of Honor coverage I have over at PW Ponderings and ROHworld.com. With all that out of the way, I should remind you guys that you've listened to the podcast that is just too sweet. Hooray!
Rich Enruns. This is the host of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Ian Riccoboni, signing off. Be sure to join them next week for another episode of the Running Wild Podcast.